Good morning from Fast Company. Here's our daily look into what's driving today's creative business leaders. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning from Fast Company. Here's our daily look into what's driving today's creative business leaders. Like most of us, Britt Adams felt transported to another state of consciousness while watching Bob Ross on TV back in the early 1980s. The soft voice, the happy accidents, the strokes of burnt sienna, yellow ochre and phthalo azure blue turning into monumental landscapes were a refuge from the noisy world of his childhood. After each episode, Adams just wanted to stay in that place. Now about 40 years later, he has realized a feature-length version of his happy place through Paint, his first scripted film. To be clear, Paint is not about Bob Ross. The film, which Adams wrote 13 years ago and directed during the pandemic, is inspired by Ross and musician Gordon Lightfoot, whose, if you could read my mind, is key to the film's climax. From the start, Adams imagined his main character as the anti-Bob Ross, His film turns actor Owen Wilson into Carl Nargle, a man who lives anchored in the 70s, basking in his former glory, oblivious to the fact that his time has passed. Nargle has Ross's hypnotic powers of a soft voice and deep gaze, but he uses his magic to his own advantage, womanizing the female employees at the PBS station in Burlington, Vermont, where the story unfolds. Visually, however, paint feels like a Bob Ross painting. The movie's first scene opens with a canvas and a brushstroke, pulling viewers through a portal similar to what Ross opened for millions every week during his public television show, The Joy of Painting. This world is a bit of a fantasy, but you don't want it to feel unrealistic or false, says Todd Jeffrey, the film's production designer. There was an effort to keep it concise to what tone and feeling we were trying to convey. We're very much on the canvas. We're inside of a Carl Nargle painting. Every element of the production design, the PBS station, Nargle's home, his van, his clothes, his hair, are layers in Adams' cinematic painting. Paint takes place in the 2020s, but Adams asked the film's design team to lean into using retro clothing, furniture, hair, and set pieces to paint Nargle's character. They filmed on location in Saratoga Springs, a lovely town in upstate New York that appears as though it's frozen in time. It feels like the perfect place for Nargle to exist. Jeffrey explains that the office where much of the film takes place was shot at a local Saratoga Springs TV station during COVID, which lent the film a textured realism. The station's employees left at the beginning of the pandemic, leaving everything behind, so their workplaces were ready to be dressed for filming. 
Usually, Jeffrey explains, building a set like this would cost a lot of money and time, with the production having to rent or buy heavy furniture like filing cabinets, desks, and cubicle walls. But having it all there allowed them to spend all that effort on finessing the space, building layers on top of it to give it a personality to match Nargles. The production design team added custom artwork like Carl's paintings and promotional posters, painted some of the walls, and dressed up the cubicles with personal details. While filming, Jeffrey and his design team encountered what Bob Ross would have described as happy accidents. In film, Nargle's van, one of those classic Ford vans from the 80s, is an extension of the character's personality. Its interior, clad in wood and carpet, houses Nargle's bed, a stereo system, a PA system for talking to pedestrians, and a CB radio, among a dozen other specifics. Jeffrey says Adams had a clear vision for what the van should be. It needed to be impressive because Carl had really decked it out at one time. It needed to be built out. It needed to be cool. Britt had this idea that it had this mural painting on the side, he recalls. Jeffrey circled that detail when he read the script, knowing it was going to be a thing. He was right. He and his team spent months looking for the right van all around the United States to no avail. Then a few days before the shoot started, they found a van two hours down the road from where they would be filming. The van was perfect, but it had to be sent to New York City to get fully wrapped in vinyl to match the script's original design. Miraculously, says Jeffrey, it all worked out. I think the van pulled up a couple hours before that shot happened. So much of the film's connection to Bob Ross centers on Nargle's physical appearance. The hairdo, of course, was fundamental to get the Bob Ross effect Adams wanted. Hairstylist Kiki Panya Vasquez Tamali'i fabricated Wilson's wig by hand. Together with Wilson and Adams, she had to find the right texture, color, and cut to pay homage to the painter. To get that perfect look, Velasquez Tamali'i made more than 50 adjustments to the wig, completing Wilson's look with handmade custom sideburns to match. On screen, it looks perfect, and like everything else in the movie, it has a very specific purpose. Without spoiling the ending, it eventually becomes both a physical brush and a symbol of the character's evolution. Costume designer Allison Pierce approached Nargle's clothing through a similar lens, choosing the 35-plus costumes to serve as a representation of Nargle's evolution throughout the film. Pierce previously worked as a costume designer for Saturday Night Live, which she says prepared her for the film. With comedy, I'm always looking for places where you can use the costume as a joke, she says. That's part of the punchline, and I think that was a big part of this film for Carl and all the other characters. Pierce drew inspiration from Ross and Lightfoot. I noticed that Ross always wore quite tight jeans, like very tight-fitting jeans for a painter on television. That was something that went into consideration, like how much chest you can see on him, she says. Lightfoot's old shirts and jackets were a clear inspiration. Pierce went on a long journey to complete the looks, finding western shirts that had embroidery on the yoke and front. She augmented all of them, adding her own intricate embroidery to tie them to Carl's life. One thing we did was to embroider Mount Mansfield on the front of his shirts, she says, referencing Nargle's obsession with painting Vermont's tallest mountain. Talking to the crew and the director, you can clearly see the passion that went into the production design of this little indie film. Adam summarizes it well. Todd, Patrick, and I were walking through Saratoga Springs one day, and then Todd was like, Oh, what's that? Pointing at a dumpster. It was a cool barbershop tin. So the three of us were suddenly inside the dumpster digging it out, and that tin is in the barbershop in the movie. It's a reminder too, as Bob Ross used to say, Go out on a limb. That's where the fruit is. That's all today from Fast Company. Talk to you tomorrow.
Unspoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.